Good Risings. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. Today's listener question is, Dear Liz, how do I communicate boundaries to passive-aggressive in-laws? It's really hard to place boundaries with people who are passive-aggressive, isn't it? Because it's almost like they're saying something that isn't obvious enough to say something about. And you feel like if I say something about this, I'm just gonna look crazy to everybody else. It's very hard to respond to passive aggression. And if it's there, you obviously need to be protected from it. When we think about relationships, a really important concept in relationships is the concept of thirds. This was introduced by Dr. Stan Tatkin, that that term thirds, but it's been talked about across family and couples therapy. For as long as family and couples therapy has existed, it's been described as triangulation. And of course, it's a major part of being able to set boundaries. Thirds are anything outside of the relationship that threatens the relationship. So this could be in-laws, it could be friends, it could be other family members, but it could also be things like substance use or hobbies or how you navigate work-life balance. So really any of those things that come up in our relationships that take energy, that take time away, that can threaten us because of the way that they are impacting the relationship. Now, in-laws is one type of third. Something that we also talk about a lot in the couples therapy world is how important it is that your partner has your back when it has to do with their parents. And so, Setting boundaries with in-laws tends to be a little less straightforward than maybe setting boundaries with your own family members or your own friends. When it comes to your in-laws, you don't want to do things that are going to make that relationship contentious, right? You already feel like somewhat of an outsider with your in-laws, like your partner and their family is in the in-group and you feel like you're in the out-group often, right? And so what needs to happen is your partner needs to take a stand for their behavior. What's really important is that when your partner takes a stand is that they don't throw you under the bus. So you don't want them to take a stand by saying something like, well, my partner has been saying that you're passive aggressive and you can't do that anymore. Because then what that's doing is it's creating a triangle. The triangle is making it so that the conflict between you and the other person is being buffered by your partner. But then obviously there's like this unsaid conversation between you and the family members. What your partner needs to do instead is own that they are not okay with that behavior. That is gonna go a much longer way than you talking about not being okay with the behavior. And I know that that's not usually what we discuss, but the first attempt needs to be from your partner. Your partner needs to be able to say to your in-laws, their parents or their family members, I saw what you said earlier and I didn't like that. Not my partner says that you said this or I saw what you said and my partner doesn't like it, but I didn't like that. What I need you to do in the future is X, Y, and Z. Your partner needs to have your back. Your partner needs to set those boundaries. So how do you bring this up to your partner? It's really important that we're not bad-mouthing people that our partner loves, right? Because then our partner isn't going to feel safe with us. 
And at the same time, it's okay to bring up our concerns and our complaints. So saying to your partner, maybe not in that very moment, but at another time, hey, I'm not sure if you witnessed what happened, but here's what I noticed. This is what I felt about it. This is what I'm thinking. And this is what I need from you. So for example, you may say something like, hey, when your mom came over to the house last week, she said, oh, the house looks so much better than it usually does. It's actually clean today. When I heard that, it felt like a criticism, even though it was wrapped in a smile and it's not okay for her to talk to me that way. I really need you to talk to your mom about it. So that's you telling what you've noticed. It's you talking about how you feel and it's you making a request. And then your partner needs to talk to their parent about it on their own accord, about what they are witnessing, what they're not okay with. Then you and your partner can talk together about how you'd like your partner to intervene in the moment. So you might say something to your partner like, if you see something like that again, what I need you to do is have my back. So with the example I gave, your partner might say something like, hey, you know, my partner works really hard on keeping this house clean. As a family, we are constantly picking up and I don't appreciate that you just put down the cleanliness of our house, right? So you might say, our plan moving forward is that when we hear these things, you're going to intervene. You're either going to stick up for me or you're going to stick up for our family. And if you don't hear them, let's come up with some sort of signal or sign where I can let you know what's happening so that you can stick up for me. That is the first line of defense. Those are where the boundaries need to come from first. I hope that this was helpful to you. I'm Liz Earnshaw, the author of I Want This to Work, and you can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love to hear from you. So please take a moment to leave us a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.